Welcome back to Rational Phonetics. I'm Tom, and Drew's still with me. Uh, and we're back, and we start with the news, as always, for our college edition, starting with uh, pretty much like today's news. It's just Chase Young is indefinitely suspended by the NCAA uh, because they're doing an investigation into a loan that he got last year. So he like apparently, I mean, Chase Young literally came out and tweeted that he got a small loan from a family friend that he's known his whole life. Whether that's true or not remains to be seen. That's why they're investigating. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm heard... Here, yeah, I've heard two different reports. One was that the guy is an is an NFLPA certified agent, and the other is that the guy has no affiliation to Ohio State or the NFL. Mm-hmm. So clear. So, I mean, clearly, there's still a lot that we need to find out about this, but. All we, we do know that he will be suspended for tomorrow's game against Maryland. Yep. So, I mean, it's – I don't think this investigation is going to be, like, a, only a week long. So, I I, I would guess two – like, two weeks. I, I think I, – I, if I had to guess, I would say he's just going to be working out on his own until he hits the draft. I would be surprised if he plays again this season. I think if they made the playoffs – all right, if it's – okay. Let's say it's a two-week – you know, he's suspended two weeks – he comes back in time for Penn State for their Penn State game. Is it really that unreasonable to think that? I don't know. Like it, it depends. He could. You could very. I wouldn't be surprised if he sat out, but I think he'd play. Like if it's if it, you know, especially if he gets his name cleared after after say the Maryland, but after the like Maryland Rutgers game, Maryland or Rutgers game, and then he's come back in time for Penn State, Michigan, and the Big Twelve championship and all that. Yeah, I mean, like if, if they go to a rate, you know, if they lose one of those games and they are no longer going to the college football playoffs, I don't think he comes back. But I do think if they're, you know, I do think that if he ends up with a playoff, you know, in the playoffs, I think he comes back and plays. And it's definitely possible, but it doesn't hurt his draft stock at all. Uh, yeah, NFL does not care, not care about, about these loans or anything. Because obviously, when you get money, you technically they like, declare you as a professional, so that's why you can't play in college. So the NFL just doesn't care. It's only an NCAA rule. So we'll see how it goes. Other than that, that's the only news we have. Uh, uh, so I mean, we do have other news. It's just the college football playoff rankings came out, which we're just gonna go and work in within our own total madness rankings. And we'll start by saying that I mean, Drew. I, every year, I think like, oh, there's like it's pretty obvious this year. Like, there's nothing they can do to surprise me. Uh, like this should be like these should be the teams up at the top, and then every year, yeah, I think it's they, always they a little just... bit. It's the order. The biggest problem I've always had with them is that there doesn't seem to be a consistent standard in where and how teams are ranked. Yeah, so like, I just every time I'm surprised. So you know, fool me yeah. once, it's amazing. Fool me twice. It's impressive that every time. year we all get our hopes up, and every year they're able to come out and give us a just but decent. Makes is... us all stare at this and go. Probably the sixty percent percent reason, seventy percent reason we made this podcast is because we absolutely hate the college Their football rankings, playoff yeah. rankings. Yeah. That was a big part. That was a big part of it. Literally a huge reason. So we'll start. We're, we'll just compare, and we'll start with the first four and compare them to their first four. So we have LSU at number one for us. And then we have Bama. Then we have Clemson, and then Ohio State. Yeah, We're nothing college new. Football playoff. So we had them last week. Yeah, nothing new. Everyone's in the same spot as last week. No, no, we actually. Oh no, LSU no, we moved, we swapped Bama and LSU because we do think looking at LSU's full body of work. But mm-hmm. I will say the only the good thing about the playoffs kind of coming out is that we were able to you know 
it did make us examine teams and look and say, all right, now that we have something more than, because I'm not really fond of the AP poll, and their reasoning always is they go from their preseason and adjust as the pre- from preseason to now. Whereas you have the CFP committee who has who did take several weeks to look at teams and decide. So I think being able to look at someone else who did something similar to what we did and then going from there to try to establish our own standard is was helpful, especially kind of determining, especially among the undefeateds, who, should, who we think should go where. Yeah. So LSU has like, what, three three or four ranked wins already? So Bama um, has like maybe two ranked wins? No, even. Bama has zero ranked wins. Zero, zero ranked LSU wins. LSU has two – no, they have – yeah, they have two wins. Yeah, LSU has two ranked wins right now. Well, Bama has one, but it's Texas A&M, but they shouldn't have been Texas ranked. Texas A&M's really. not ranked. Texas A&M's not, not ranked anymore. anymore. When they play they're them, they're not – they're not – yeah, but I'm not going to count – I'm going to count you getting a win versus a team – that was ranked at the, like you know I'm not counting Colorado's win versus Nebraska as a plus win for them because Nebraska was ranked at the time. That's yep. the problem with yeah. early rankings is yeah you you might have you know that team might still be good and might be just outside the you know or outside the rankings looking in and I'll credit you for that good win but I'm not crediting you for a ranked win. Yeah, and then uh... I think the like the biggest example of this is I think Oklahoma's both have wins over Texas and I do think Texas is a good team but they're not ranked. They're an yeah. unranked team for us. And, and for the playoffs. LSU has four. I mean, Texas is technically not ranked, so they have three ranked wins and a good win with two. Texas. Yeah, two Is ranked it... wins and one good one. I only see two ranked wins on the schedule. Oh, I'm looking at – I'm already counting them winning against Alabama because uh, it's going to yep. happen. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I mean, that were, yeah. There's some we'll – talk. I'll think we'll talk about that later, about looking at kind of playoff implications of stuff like that happening. So – but this college football committee, they have Ohio State ranked first, which I don't even understand at all. Um, the understanding, the the everything I've seen, the explanation I've seen is that Ohio State has the uh, more impressive resume or the more impre- like the better something, which no, they don't. Not a chance. Yeah, they have um, or sorry, two. They have two. Well, they have two ranked wins. They have the same as LSU, but they're Wisconsin and Cincinnati. But those and are LSU's ranked wins teams. are UF and Auburn. Yeah. Like, their two wins are lower-ranked teams. Michigan State's not even ranked anymore, right? Michigan State's not ranked, no. No, they have two. Who, who's, they beat Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and they beat Cincinnati. That's Ohio State's two ranked wins. Cincinnati's still ranked? Yeah, they're ranked 20. Oh, uh, we're ranked – we rank them 20, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're, Cincinnati's only that. lost on – they're Cincinnati's only loss on the season so yeah. far. So they have two, but those are lower. I mean, those are obviously lower ranked teams than LSU has wins against, which would be like UF at I mean, twelve. Or 10 well, you, or it's UF at twelve versus that. Wisconsin at thir- Well, they have you. They have UF at ten and Wisconsin at thirteen. So a three spot difference, and then Ohio State's other game, they've won. They have Cincinnati at twenty, yeah, and then Auburn at eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. Committee... I, I, yeah, it's, it's clearly a separate metric. Um, and then I know there was this thing. There's this new metric that nobody seems to have been able to figure out called um, gate is measuring your game control, measuring I guess your time of possession, how you scoring. It's it's some weird metric that doesn't seem to have any clearly defined parameters and how things are measured. But it's supposed to measure like how did you control? You know. How effective were you in the game, dominating the game? You know, did you like come back and win a game? Were you 
playing poorly and let a bad team hang around, something like that. To me, this just sounds like some kind of – it, it's a, as an excuse for them to put teams wherever they want. Yeah. And then you said, like, one of their criteria is, like, championships won. There's a graphic ESPN put up uh, right after listed championships won, which I think is supposed to imply – like it's, I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to imply like conference championships, but they haven't shown any regard for that before. With a non-conference champ, Bama getting in, a non-conference champ, Ohio State getting in over the respective conference champion. Oh, you know, Alabama got in and Georgia got in as the conference champion, but Ohio State got in over conference champ Penn State. Seems that um schedule head-to-head competition, if it occurred, and comparative outcomes among common opponents without. Incenting margin of victory. Things that um, popped up on the game that was played right after the uh, selection committee's show. Yeah, I mean, as long as they're going off championship, like championship games of the current season, I don't understand if they do championships games of prior seasons because that's stupid. I think. Well, I don't think they, well, don't think they are. I think I think it's something they're claiming thing. that they'll do when championship games roll around, okay. but they haven't shown a regard for it before, and they. They've said from the get-go that, like, conference, you know, winning your conference, winning your conference matters. They haven't shown a big regard for winning your conference as being that important. It's, you know, because otherwise Bama would have missed the playoffs the year they didn't win it, things like that. They they don't show as strong of a regard for winning your conference as they claim. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on. Uh, I mean, the committee agrees that we have LSU ranked above Bama, but the only thing is that OSU is ranked above all of them. But we still have Clemson. Ranked at three, like we said, and then Ohio State is at four. So we literally on opposite sides of the spectrum, but they're still in in our in our ranking. Yeah, and then we uh, should yeah. we should have labeled, done the first five is you know, five for us with Penn State and five for them is Clemson. Those are the yeah, five undefeateds. But it'll it'll definitely be. I think you'll see. You know, you'll have the loser of Bama LSU will probably be the team that moves five, and then five will move up. For everyone after this, mm-hmm. so it's the maybe it's just a week early, and I guess I just just I guess it's I don't think I mean Penn State has some rankings and everything, but I don't think Penn it's I don't think Penn State's as good of a team as Clemson. I think Clemson's Clemson's schedule is a little bit better than it's not better than Penn State's, but I think it's better than people are giving it credit for. And since the UNC game, they have absolutely dominated every opponent they've played. Whereas Penn State, I think, has kind of played close with teams that I don't think are. That I think are maybe okay aren't all that good. We'll see. Like Penn, you know, Penn State plays an undefeated team this week. They're certainly, they certainly belong in the playoff in the playoff conversation. I think it's just difficult right now when you have five undefeated teams arguing who belongs where. Well, I mean, five especially when you have teams that are about to play each other. Yeah, Minnesota's undefeated, and they're pretty much disrespecting. Uh, yeah, Minnesota's undefeated streak is a little fluky. I found out they've mo- almost every team they've played. That wasn't like basically every team they've played is on their second was on their second string quarterback when they played or on their third. So they have yet to play a team's starting quarterback. Well, that's a little different then. But we'll move on. At six, it's a little suspicious or lucky, I guess, is the term. At six, we have Georgia, and so does the College Football Committee. Uh, Seven, we have Oregon. So do they. Uh, And eight, we have Baylor. Yeah. Who I mean, I you know. Baylor's they're playing well. This year. They're, they're looking good. They're often looking good. They did 
they did play pretty poorly against West Virginia the la- um, last week, but I mean, you, they still won the game. It's still, which I think is, you know, what really matters is yes, you played a poor game, but everybody plays a bad game once in a while. It happens. The important thing is that you won the game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, we won't really know. They haven't have any really ranked wins or even a good win. Uh, they, have, uh, they, they beat Kansas, Oklahoma State. State. They beat Kansas State. Kansas they beat State. Oklahoma State, who are both pretty good teams. Yeah, yeah they, they have Oklahoma, Oklahoma on the schedule still. They have Texas on the schedule still. They have TCU's been TCU's been this season. They've been great. They're another yeah, they're four and four, but they play them this week. Yeah, uh, and then at uh, nine we have Utah. Committee has Utah at eight. I think it's just we. Value Baylor, Baylor being undefeated, Baylor still playing well a little bit more. Utah, Utah's loss is to USC, you know, a, a third string quarterback at USC. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, it, it you know, know, it doesn't put them out of it. It's just the, all right, you've got a slight, you've got a slightly worse loss. You've played not quite as well as Baylor this year. And so we're going to give Baylor a little bit of credit if we move them above you. I mean, the comfortable committee has Baylor already at 12. I, I, I feel like if you're undefeated, you should at least be – I mean, even if you're undefeated and you don't yeah, have really undefeated, Yeah, wins. undefeated, you want to say they don't have a lot of good wins. But, I mean, all right, so they want to say they don't have good wins, but the committee ranked Oklahoma, ranked a three-loss Oklahoma State. So either, mm-hmm. either Baylor doesn't really have any good wins and deserves to be ranked lower like this, or Oklahoma State doesn't deserve to be ranked. You Both can't be true. Exactly. I mean, that's why I'm probably freaking trouble with. The I mean, what you know? Does I mean look at the schedule? Oklahoma doesn't have a single ranked win, and they're ranked above Baylor on the playoff yeah. rankings. You know, and the only the only ranked team Baylor has or Oklahoma has played is Kansas State, and they lost to them. Isn't how many losses is Auburn? Just Auburn's two. got two losses. Okay. <clears throat> All right, well we'll pick up where we left off. So. Uh, Oklahoma, we said where Oklahoma is on college. So we have Minnesota at 10, like we discussed. We just said that a little earlier. Um, yeah, you're undefeated. You undefeated. have It is a little suspicious, but I'm going to give you – it's not your fault that they've played well and you're undefeated. You, you know, yeah. if it were that easy to be undefeated, everyone – you know, more teams would be undefeated. Yeah, so you round up the top 10 uh, with the possibility of dropping out in a moment's notice. Uh, still in contention when you do get, a, like, a good win. Uh, but, it's, like, I don't see – like, it, with Minnesota being all the way at 17 – even if Minnesota did run the table, Minnesota has to that. run the table, and it's yeah. It, it, is be a of, it would be the lowest no ranked team to ever make it. That's the thing; they'd be yeah. the lowest ranked team to ever make it. They will. They will this week, so that gives them a, ch- a chance to beat a top four team. They'll play Ohio State in the Big Ten con- in the Big Ten no, championship Minnesota, game. Minnesota won't make it in because they did the same thing with UCF last year or two years ago, where they initially ranked well, them well, or, all right, at seventeen. Yeah. And we never made it up, and like we were not able to like move up as high. It would be, it would absolutely be the lowest team has been undefeated and ranked. But here's the question: Will they be able to leave out a Minnesota team that beats Penn State, who they have the top in the top four, Ohio State, who they have number one, uh, Wisconsin, who they have ranked around thirteen, and Iowa, who they have ranked at eighteen? Well, they would just put two two SEC teams in, and. It's an interesting question, and I um, think yeah. heads would roll if they put a sec if they put a one loss SEC team in over an undefeated Big Ten team. But it, no, it's we'll why I that. think all right, if Minnesota, yeah, it is it is interesting because the lowest 
a team, the lowest ranked, the lowest team that started out ranked and made the playoffs is 16. Mm-hmm. And so Minnesota would reset the bar at 17 if they were to be ranked and make it, if they were to be, if they run the table and make it in. Right, where do we leave off? We're all over the place, but. Yeah. We left off at 11. Uh, at 10, yeah. Yeah, well, we have 10 because of Minnesota. Uh, do we want to talk about committee has UF at 10, which I think is kind of interesting mm-hmm. that they have UF still so high, even though there are two of SEC teams. Team. Two SEC teams. Oh, I know, but they're, they're essentially tell, they're essentially saying UF is a two-loss team. If things bounce right, can still not going to get – I mean, all right, if, you know, if Georgia drops a game or two somewhere, UF does move back in and can be the SEC champ. So that maybe maybe it's them just hedging their bets that UF is going to win out on their schedule and could be the – and could be the SEC East representative. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think UF has been okay, but not good enough to be. They've played all right. Kyle Trask has been a lot better than I would have expected a backup quarterback for them to be. There's no reason. But I still think that they're team, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no no reason a two loss team should be top ten. With, especially well, not with, yet. Not right now. Not when there's a lot of unde- not when there's this many undefeated and one loss teams still. Yeah, especially when there's seven undefeated teams. Yeah. And, and Georgia, so Georgia and Oregon are still only one loss. Georgia, Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma are all one loss. And Wake Forest is one loss, mm-hmm. for that matter. Uh, and then at 11, we have Oklahoma. They have one loss. Uh, yep. They're kind of in, in trouble in the Big 12. So, obviously, they're going to be in trouble in the I Big think 12. Having, we, yeah. We... Oklahoma being this low has them at. Nine, we have them at eleven. I do wonder if they're, if they're, especially if they're able to get back into the, if they'll be, if they're still able to make the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, three SEC teams being in front of them right now, you need, you know, two of them being undefeated. You need one, you know, you need both of them to get a loss before the conference title game. Well, Bama plays. Three of the people, three of them, right? Three of the teams in the top. No, Bama will play LSU. Bama will play LSU. LSU will play Bama, and then um, neither of them plays UGA. Auburn has. Okay. Well, they will play. They will play each other. And yeah, if they make it, they'll play in the championship game. But if you have an undefeated Bama and a one-loss Georgia, you. I mean, it's we've seen how the committee react. You know, feels about one-loss Bama. Mm Hmm. I think it's something. It's a little. I don't think I would put. It's. I'm. I'm always torn back and forth, especially with. Um, we do have Georgia at sixth, and I think their decision mostly. If Bama I think, loses. If Bama loses against LSU, are they out? You think? No, I think if Bama loses to LSU, comes out. I think Bama locks up the four spot. But the way the committee's been, I think yeah, Bama locks the, the four. Oh, spot. that's what happened last year, yeah. right? They no, lost, and then they were out. Yeah. They just got a buy. They basically got a buy. Yeah, week. they basically got a buy week and didn't play a top opponent and didn't have to play a top team. Yeah. And then they would basically send LSU. LSU would continue on. LSU, you know, LSU could still lose another game this year, and and then you know it goes back to a tiebreaker or something like that. But it would certainly still make us a one-loss team with how the how the committees ranked them in the past. Yeah, twelve. Well, we have UF at twelve. Yeah, we have UF at twelve. Two losses. Probably. Yeah. Is that I mean, they, our highest two loss team. Yeah, they're yeah. our highest highest two loss team. 
because all, both their two their two losses are against pretty good opponents. So I mean, that's why they're ranked. Yeah, they yeah, their two losses. The both two their two losses are top ten teams, which yeah, that's why they're in here. Yeah. Both their losses were you the UF score doesn't show quite as cl- how close that game was. Then or the UF LSU game doesn't show how close it was for UF. They did lose. They lost by fourteen, but it was it was a tie game. A tie game until the end of the fourth, really. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, kind of Wake's kind of an Wake. We have him here at thirteen. They have him all the way at nineteen. So I'm like, yeah. I still think you know. I think if Wake runs the table on their schedule, they should be you know they should be just as deserving of a shot as. I mean, they'll more deserving than you after Auburn, right? right? Yeah, they'll play Clemson in two weeks, and they'll get you know a shot at one of the coastal team. You know, whoever wins the coastal. But it's the all right is Wake. I don't see what's worse about Wake than Utah or Oregon or Oklahoma. All of them are kind of in middling, you know, all their conferences seem about even right now, honestly. So why is Wake, you know, effectively eliminated already by being ranked that low by the committee, even though they are only a one-loss team? I wish I knew. Yeah. I mean, I know why we have our weak farce that high with what you just said, but I just don't understand why they would even – they're basically out of contention. Anyone like under over like 15 is normally out of contention. I mean, I want to – honestly, I'm like – I question Baylor – you know, Baylor at 12 reasonably is going to get in, but are they going to – are just going to start jumping Auburn and UF? And, you know, is Auburn – is Baylor going to jump Auburn and UF if they get wins over Texas and Oklahoma and all that? Are they going well, to keep jumping they beat away Oklahoma? Up? I think they should. If they beat a team that's ranked over those two teams, they should jump them immediately. Yeah, they actually should just switch. If they beat Oklahoma, they should just basically switch spots with Oklahoma. Well, I think they should just be wrote. Yeah, but in the committees, in the committee rankings, yeah, seven and nine, and then they'll jump up another spot with the loss when the loser of Oregon, Utah, and then move up another spot, loser of Penn State, Ohio State. It's an interest. Yeah, I don't want to say Baylor's out, but having Baylor this low does feel odd to me that they would are, they would stick them below two two lost teams. Like if, you know, if you put them at ten, if you put them at ten and move Auburn and UF down, I think those their ranking system makes a lot more sense because they're basically still yeah. saying we think Oklahoma's a better team than Baylor, even though they have the loss, and then but they're still above the collection of two lost teams. And then when we get to 14, 15, we have Wisconsin at 14, Michigan at 15, and 16, Notre Dame, which apparently the committee, the committee uh, agrees that's the order of the pretty much well. li- Pretty much uh, listening to us or uh, just decided to do the same yep. thing. They're just, they yeah, have, they're they have them in the same order, just one spot one up. One spot high. Yeah, one spot up because we have Wake up there. Yeah. So, I mean, that was interesting to see, but definitely agreeable. Yeah. Uh, just because so I, I mean, yeah, these are all kind of this block, this two, you know, those two loss block, all of them, and then UF and Auburn are all kind of in this big two loss are... block of teams that are kind of vying for those New Year's Six bowl slots. Those are easy transitive rankings, yeah. Like, choices though, so like, yep, it is. Um, it's a pretty clear line of Wisconsin 16. beat Michigan, Michigan beat Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, and then 16, they have Kansas State. Uh, well, we have no, we, yeah, we Notre definitely Dame overlooked Kansas West. State. I don't know where they would be ranked in all of this. But like, I don't know where they would have been ranked if I'd been – They are two lost teams. They're six and two. They're right in this, you know, two lost block of teams. 
I don't think they have. Fair. And they beat Oklahoma. Yeah, they beat Oklahoma, so they have kind of the best win of our big part of this group. This is definitely a team that we kind of overlooked, I think, because we do we did add them to the rankings, but I didn't want to like immediately vault a team from unranked all the way up after a, I believe they were on a bye. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we talked about it like two, when they did beat Oklahoma, and then we still had a bunch of undefeated at that time. And one losses, so we didn't want to include them just yet. Yeah. And now we had a bunch of teams take a second loss at the Yeah, a lot of teams take a second loss and, and so they moved yeah, they moved in. I'm just thinking maybe it was a team we should have looked at adding in sooner. Because we've had some you know some teams that have you know, more recently joined the in here that they could have been in and, and then moving their way up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. At seventeen, we have Memphis playing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they they lost just beat to, SMU. They had a they're yeah they're SMU. That's why they ranked. So I had that confused. Uh, they beat just beat SMU, who was undefeated before then. So uh, we have SMU right at eighteen. Uh, I mean, I think it propelled. We had them all the way at twenty-one, so they came up four spots because they beat SMU and SMU fell pretty. Yeah, I mean, we had a, I mean we had SMU really high up. We had SMU. Uh, well, they're undefeated, so yeah, we had them at eleven above the one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Common head to head, yeah. Common opponent played last week. I'm certainly going to make the adjustment and get and move teams up and down. All right. Uh, at 19, we have Auburn all the way down here at 19. Uh, I mean they they've just kind of lost those. They have. They're going to get their shot at, at uh, George. They're going to play Georgia and they'll play Alabama before the end of the season. So they have their shot to kind of be a spoiler team here and move their way up and kind of be in that New Year's Six discussion. Yeah, I don't think Auburn has a chance at no, I don't think they're... making the playoffs. No, they don't have a chance at making the... I mean, it would take a lot of chaos for them to make the playoffs because they are sitting there at 11. Mm-hmm. They have that technical shot where if the three SEC teams ahead just kind of lose out, UF and Auburn would rematch each other in the, in the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. I believe. And then both us and the committee have Cincy ranked at 20. Uh, but for us, Cincy is the third uh, group of five team, and Cincy is their highest group of five team. Yeah. Um, Cincy and Memphis will play each other in two weeks, I believe, and I think Memphis is a much better team than Cincinnati. Yeah. So I think they have I they like have the Memphis at 21 down there, yeah. Since, you know, Memphis has played absolutely phenomenal this year. See, 21, Boise, then they have Memphis. Uh, they have Boise in 22, so we're not far off with the rankings there. Uh, one team we have ranked that they don't is San Diego State, which is 22 at, for us. Yep. Uh, I think basically we have them ranked, and then they have OK State ranked. Which yeah, is, I think Oklahoma State. OK State yeah. is uh, one of our – OK State is a pretty good team. They're not one of our bubble teams. They're they're not one of our bubble teams they're 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 good, they should be. Sure I think it's because losses. they were in there that I didn't have. So they are three losses. Why be at all? Well, Texas is a bubble team. I would say OK State does belong in that bubble team with me. I, I'm a little conspiracy theorist here on this. I think Oklahoma State is here because it gives Oklahoma a second team to play that will be ranked. So Oklahoma State yeah. – or Oklahoma can go in and beat two ranked teams – and the committee can then use that as a resume booster. That's why you would have Oklahoma State. Because, all right, so UCF's a two-loss team, and I don't think UCF should be ranked. But UCF has a better record than Oklahoma State. They're better basically every statistical measure you want to point to. The only difference is one of the power five team, one of the group of five team. 
So it's a question of, I'd, and I, you know, I would have San Diego State in here if I'm the committee over Oklahoma State. But I think Oklahoma State is in here at a, we're trying to boost up Oklahoma's schedule. We're trying and to bolster and help move was... them up, help get them, get them into that forest. Ooh, we have maybe a 23, Kansas State a 24, like we said before, and then Iowa 25 because they're, I mean, they have pretty solid defense. Uh, and they For two losses, loss. you know, they are two losses, which is kind of, it seems to be there's, you know, there's a lot of parity in college. There's a lot of teams that are, that have lost, you know, two, three games. So they've just kind of, they've played well enough that they kind of deserve to get back into this. And, you know, they'll have Which some games is, uh, against some top teams. They'll have a chance to play some ranked teams and rank. And I think work their way up a little the bit. CFP more. has Navy at 24. They always include Navy really late in the 20s as long as they're not four losses, four or three losses. So, uh, and then SMU is at 25 with one loss. Uh, one loss team. Yeah, that seems really hard, like a really harsh team. dropping of SMU after losing a member. Because, like, if you tell me right now that you think Navy is better than SMU. No. Or even or even Boise. I don't, I no, Bo- Boise is far and away the worst. We have Boise ranked higher than San Diego State and Navy. I'm pretty sure Boise is the worst team than both of them. Yeah. In all honesty, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Bo- I mean, we, Boise will play San Diego State. Will most likely play San Diego State for the, Mac, for the uh, Mountain West. I think I'm... I'm probably would bet on San Diego State winning that matchup. Right? I don't think Boise is that good of a team <laughs> this year. Yeah, and Navy's triple off is tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of bubble teams. Uh, Texas, of course, they've played well. Their losses are to ranked teams up here. Uh, Iowa, who I need to delete. Iowa State has played pretty well. Uh, they'll play Oklahoma this week. They've given Oklahoma trouble in the past and have beaten them in the past. So that should. It's kind of a preview of a game we have highlighted, but Iowa State's another two team that's right in that mix. Uh, La Tech is one of the top teams in the CUSA, so they'll be moving in, and they're a one loss, like right there on the bubble. Indiana is another is a two loss Big Ten team. They're playing well. Uh, they've gotten beat up, but they've still got games against some pretty good teams. They could sneak into the bottom here, and then I'm wondering, like AP, you know, we're we don't ever we don't re, we really try to avoid our biases. So it's UCS been left off until now. This is the first week where I've kind of wondered because the AP poll does have UCF right there on the fringe as well. And I would imagine that the seat that the playoff committee might have them pretty similar with all the group of five teams they have ranked. They they might have UCF right on the bubble as well for them. So we might start getting as a bubble team towards the end of the seat, end of the year, and especially if they make the uh, AAC title game. Yeah, um, I'll see. I'll see who they have left to play. Who UCF? Yeah. Uh, Tulsa. This they play Tulsa tonight, and they have Tulane and USF. My phone will just load. I'm almost positive I'm right on that. Yep, Tulane and South Florida. Tulsa tonight. Tulane, South Florida. Okay. I mean, they need help to make the, the American. Yeah, no, it's the. Yeah. All right. So Cincinnati will play Memphis in a couple of weeks and they'll play Temple. Both of those teams are good enough to beat Cincinnati. And if that happens, UCF will go instead because they have a better record than Temple. You know, of course, assuming UCF wins out, but uh, Cincinnati plays. They, or I believe they also have USF. So they have to play USF and Memphis and Temple. All 
USF has kind of bounced back a little bit. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, if the, you're really hoping for a Memphis or USF to pull off an upset against Cincinnati. And then I think, or sorry, not Memphis, but USF or Temple to pull off an upset. And then Memphis wins that. And then Memphis, I think, is going to beat them and hand it solidly. Yeah. So we'll take a short break and then we'll do uh, some over what's, what's looking good for we week go, 11 yeah. games. Welcome back from that break. We're going to week 11 games that we think look good. And there's actually a lot of good games this week. Uh, a lot of definitely. Yeah. Playoff matchup games. And then some, definitely some just good looking week. games. Uh, we'll start with yeah. Penn State versus Minnesota. This is basically for who will lead uh, the Big Ten. No, Ohio State uh, still leads the, the Big week Ten. Is out. They're in two okay. different divisions as well. This is very much. This oh, is okay. a. This is Minnesota's test of if Minnesota can beat Penn State, how high do they vault up into the rankings? How far does Penn State tumble? And, you know, I think it's the – I think it very much shifts the narrative on Minnesota in that we need to take Minnesota as a legit team. I'm yeah, like – I well, definitely was down on Penn State early, but I'm wrong. I think Penn State is an excellent team. I've come around. Whoever loses games out for sure. What did you say? Whoever loses games out yeah, for sure. Yeah, well – most likely, I think Penn State can afford to lose the game. I don't think Minnesota can because Penn State will play Ohio State. Penn State because Penn State will play Ohio State in two weeks. If they win that game, then they still control their they still control that division, and they would have a shot at a rematch against Minnesota and be able to get a revenge. You know, go and get revenge and win. I think. Okay, that's fair. I think that's a good. Enough, I think it's an interesting, good enough narrative and having. Those two kind of top wins, especially if Minnesota continues on after that to win, would be enough for Penn State to start vying again for to be in that Oklahoma, Oregon, you know, Oregon, Utah kind of in or I want to put Georgia in this list, but I think George, you know, Georgia is more likely to lose to the Bama LSU winner. So I don't think they're quite in this conversation, but you know, the Pac-12 champion, the all those other champ, those one loss champions. If Penn State loses this game and then wins out, I think they're still in a conversation with all of them to get in, and we'll have a stronger resume than most of those teams. Yeah. Yeah, we go. Yeah. And then the LSU versus Alabama game. Actually, Alabama can – if they even, especially if they don't start Tua uh, because he's injured. They, I they believe they said game, Tua's I'm playing. Like we, I was under the impression Tua's going to be playing. I don't know. I, maybe he will. I did not see that. I believe you, though. Uh, but if, if they didn't start Tua and they lost this game – I think Alabama literally has no problem. Like they could still make the playoffs, uh, because the the committee be like, oh, they'll they'll have Tua back for the playoffs, and they're definitely a different team with oh, it. They will, they will absolutely so, run with that narrative, and I yeah. will be. Well, tune in. You'll get. You'll it's hear a lot about a it if game. it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely would. If I was Nick Saban, and I I'm scared of playing LSU right now, I'd. I would just say, yeah, too. Yeah, there's some, I could, there's <laughs> definitely some interesting gamesmanship with the fact that Alabama has already shown that they don't need to win their conference to get into the playoffs. Yeah. But this is definitely be a good yeah, game. An excellent all game altogether. A lot of future NFL players are on both sides of these teams. And it is an absolutely sure. just a game to watch. And two Heisman front runners. Yeah. As well. If two of plays. Yep. If two of plays. Uh, you can take. Yep. Uh, K State versus Texas. I mean, all right, Kansas State. 
I don't believe. I believe they beat. They just beat Oklahoma, then they went on a bye week, and now they play Texas. Texas is another good team. Can they string together multiple good wins and kind of keep the momentum and keep themselves as kind of a Big Ten kind of contending team? Because the Big Ten doesn't have – or the Big 12, sorry. The Big 12 doesn't do uh, divisions, so it's just two highest-rated teams at the end of the season. So if they keep winning, they could definitely – you know, there's a legitimate chance that they're the number two team, you know, especially if Oklahoma were to lose to Baylor. K-State continues on, gets another win. I guess they kind of have to hope for Oklahoma or Baylor to lose two games to get in, but they definitely need some luck, but they're kind of in that UCF spot where win all your games and hope for some luck and you can get to the Big 12 title game. And then kind of hope for that kind of keep sneaking your way up and try to get into that New Year's Six for the bit and represent the Big 12 in the New Year's Six. Mm-hmm. All right, the next game, uh, Iowa-Wisconsin. This will be – it's a brutal, ugly slugfest of a game because it's two teams that are centered around big, you know, big, strong offensive and defensive lines. There's not much in the way of wide receivers on either side, and then Wisconsin is the better running back. But it's two teams that are, you know, we have ranked, the committee has ranked, I believe. Yep. It's two ranked teams playing, and I believe they're on the same half of the division as well. So winner of this could very well be, you know, has – it's one step closer, one step closer to beating Minnesota and being the Big 12 representative. Yep. And then next we have uh, App State versus USC. App State's been pretty good this year. Uh, uh, I think South Carolina, one loss, not right? Southern California, for anyone who's wondering. Oh, it is? Yeah. South yeah, Carolina? Like, yeah, University okay. of South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina, not. Okay, I got you. Uh, and then uh, App State's only one loss, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe they just so... had their first loss of the season. Yeah, so I, I actually literally thought it was Southern California for a second for the longest time. <laughs> uh, but they're going to play South Carolina this week. Uh, so we'll see. South Carolina played – they played uh, – they beat a good team. I forgot South who Carolina was. beat Georgia. So Yeah, they beat Georgia. So, like, uh, they can obviously handle App State if they really I mean, they beat to. UNC uh, as well. UNC's, UNC's, UNC's played well this year. Yeah. So this is definitely a good one to be one loss team versus a team that's been playing spoiler the whole season. Yeah, this is uh, I'll, I'll be surprised that they season. don't do it again. Yeah, I'll be surprised if USC doesn't uh, or the Cox don't go ahead and. I think it's a spoiler on App State. App State. I mean, I think yeah. App State. No, I like App State to win this game. Yeah, yeah I think App because App State lost last week. I think App State kind of got a bit of a look out of them. Uh, George, they were playing Georgia Southern, who's kind, who's been playing really well and has kind of been kind of that upset team before and come off, come in and pull off, like, wins that no one expects them to. So I think this was kind of an app state looking past Georgia Southern a little bit, looking at that South Carolina game coming up and dropping it here. <clears throat> and, uh, we got Mizzou versus uh, Georgia. What's what's Mizzou's record? They're, uh, they're like 5-3. I, I didn't look it up. They're, it's like a, they have, like, a five solid three. record. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm surprised the freaking committee didn't rank them, but it's probably because, like, they also got – uh, sanctions on yeah, them as well. Sanctioned. That might. I think that has something to do with it. They've got. Yeah, so like, like definitely the committee will rank any SEC team they can get their hands on. Uh, but when they're sanctioned, yeah, they're five on, and three. Hard to do so. Yeah, I mean Missouri still got games against Georgia. They've still got games against Florida. I mean they can get in here and they can be you know a spoiler team, an upset team, and take out some of the you know take some of these teams out. And just kind of cause some chaos, cause some mess. So I kind of like. Yeah. They. Their whole season is they have no tomorrow. They're like the replacements out there. Like they have no tomorrow. 
They didn't I mean, yeah, what is it? Court, you know, Kelly Bryant is uh, quarterback for them. for them, I believe, still. Uh, grad yeah. transferred in from uh, Clemson, came in, grad transferred, won the job for them. So they're not going to a bowl game, they're doing this. It's just, you know, they're, they can go crazy because they got nothing to lose. I mean, win or lose, you're not going to a bowl, yeah. so might as well ruin someone else's day. Especially Georgia's day. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I think they'd love to, day. yeah. Because, I mean, they played Georgia really close last year. They just had some bad luck and some – they just had some bad luck last year that kept, that kept them from really being competitive in that game. So maybe they look for some revenge, new quarterback. Uh, I mean, I, I – you know, I'm, a little bit of, I'm rooting for an upset here. I definitely have a little bit of bias in wanting Georgia to lose another game. And just, I, it's the – I kind of – I want chaos. I'm, I'm very pro-chaos yeah. in ranking, so – I think even if Georgia loses that game, they're still I mean, the East favorite. And that means Georgia, you know, a two loss Georgia can go in and knock off an LSU or a Bama and just, just throw a massive wrench into everything. I mean, there's a reason why we call it the total madness index. It's because we yeah. love watching. And given upsets. Saturday. I mean, yeah, I need Saturday. Uh, go ahead and take the last two. Yeah, uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma lost, they went on a bye. I, you know, we kind of come out and we get to see what this team is made of. You know, are they just going to kind of fold in now that they've lost a game and just kind of think their season's over? Are they going to put in like kind of, you know, are they going to step down on Iowa State and kind of say, hey, you know, Kansas State was a wake-up call for us. We're a legit team. We deserve to be in the conversation for the playoffs at the end of the year. And, uh, I mean, Iowa State is – Iowa State's been – Campbell is Iowa State's head coach. He's considered for a lot of jobs regularly, even NFL jobs. And he's got their defense playing well. Their offense is – all right, I think. Uh, they do some weird stuff on defense, so it's kind of interesting to see how they play against kind of the spread teams like Oklahoma or the Oklahoma kind of big, wide-open spread offense in the Big 12 here. So definitely a game to watch closely and just kind of see, can Iowa State kind of pull off an upset here? I mean, they're a bubble team for us, so this is another, you know, I don't think this is a game that, Oklahoma, you know, they come in and easily can stomp them or shouldn't. Yeah. And then uh, for those of us who don't believe in sleep you have wyoming boise state at 10 30 tonight out on the west coast uh wyoming has played really well they have a win they beat missouri and they've played really well in the mountain west since that they've just continued on playing really well in the mountain west and i you know i mean boise is favoring this game boise is the better record boise's kind of a better known team but i think wyoming is playing really well and can give boise state some trouble i think wyoming might be the best might be the best team that uh Boise State has played. Yep, and then we'll just go ahead and end it with bets like we normally do. Uh, yeah, I mean they played I've a close game with uh, San Diego really State bad recently. Like, Mac, that's one of their only losses yeah. in the season here. I've been very bad with bets uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, UAB lost by way too many, uh, but whatever. Uh, I'm six and five uh, this week. I'm going to go ahead and take Oklahoma. I think they're going to take that loss. And just and that bye week and just learn from it and then cover these fourteen and a half points. I feel like they can easily yeah, win. Yeah, uh, Wyoming six well, and two. Like Their 24. two losses are Tulsa, San Diego State, and Tulsa is a weird team. Tulsa is such a weird team. Maybe. Sorry, I, I, I was still, yeah, I was, I was curious. I knew they were like right around that five and three, six and two. I knew they played Missouri. I wanted to check the record and talk about Wyoming. Talk about yeah, Wyoming on yeah, your yeah, bet. Well, Wyoming's my bet. Yeah, I'm gonna continue on you. Yeah, Wyoming is my bet. Yeah, well, then you can wait till I'm done. Go ahead. Do it now. Uh, my record is is six and five. Time. I seem to be going every other week. So I lost last week. So I think my bets. So, you know, hopefully this trend continues and I win this week with a 
I've got Wyoming plus 13 versus Boise. I think they're just going, you know, I think they play Boise very, very close. 13 is just too many points to be giving up to a team that when they've played the best teams, they, you know, the best team in their schedule, they've won outright or they've been within one score and 13 is just too many points to be giving up in this. And then I do like, like Wyoming is plus 400 versus Boise. So if you want to take the money line, it's, you know, it's riskier. You're not getting the points. But you can, you know, put a little bit on it. And you can win, real, you know, you can win big, betting a little bit on Wyoming to upset Boise here. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than, I'll just check real quick for any NFL updates that we could talk about. Not really, and it's not really. Uh, Pat Mahomes will play. That's out. one. So Pat Mahomes will play. AJ Green James is Conner's out. Ruled out. James so. Conner's ruled out. All right. <laughs> All those things. Uh, other than that, there's not much other to say. Uh, I mean, we'll just through. We just threw, uh, Adam Thielen's out. Uh, he screwed me last week, so uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, but other than that, there's nothing else. Uh, other than that, there's nothing else to really talk about. Uh, we'll see how the rankings. It's definitely rankings are going to be affected this week. Yeah, and a lot of ranked teams play. It'll be interesting I'll, to see I'll, how you know. I'm the thing I'm really kind of interested to see is with Penn State at four and Minnesota at seventeen. If Minnesota wins. How much does a vault Minnesota up, and how much does it knock Penn State down? Because are you going to put a one-loss Penn State? Like you, you can't move a one-loss Penn State down behind Wisconsin, Michigan, Notre Dame, and all that. So you have to go to up. No. So you have to, it's a lot of shuffling you have to do with all these teams to get them up. And are you going to keep Penn State above Minnesota, even if they've just played and lost? Yeah, I think uh, the big the Big Ten's going to give them committee problems for sure. But other than that, you guys uh, enjoy enjoy the madness that will commence on Saturday. I know me and Drew will. Have a good one. See you.